When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back, everybody, to the Coach Steve Show podcast. Today, we're going to do a little line-eye postgame. Uh, Illinois were able to come off the big win over Michigan State, 79-74. Uh, it was a good bounce-back win after the debacle uh, versus Rutgers. So we're going to talk about the Illini basketball game versus Michigan State today on the Coach Steve Show podcast. Before we dive in, uh, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. And listen to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Uh, follow the Facebook page, Coach Steve Show, and Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Um, and the podcast can all, is also brought to you by the Billy Up Sports Podcast Network. If you go to BillyUpSports.com, check out all the blogs, podcasts, and everything on there. There's something on there for literally everybody. So if you go to BillyUpSports.com, check all that stuff out. Um, we greatly appreciate it. This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football. It is back to the basics, books, and drills. All you football coaches that are looking to get simple, you know, uh, back to the basics, uh, Coach Stone has drills for you. If you go to CoachStoneFootball.com and click on Back to the Basics, you'll get us football manual drills. Uh, you will never have to look up another drill again, I promise. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. So, 
Illinois had a rough game versus Rutgers. We already talked about it. We talked about the weaknesses of Illinois. We talked about things that they have to improve on. And should we be a little worried? Should we hit the panic button? And I said, let's not hit the panic button yet, but we also have to worry just a little bit just because of the inconsistency that we are seeing from this Illinois team. They have lost to teams this year. They have, should not have lost to, but it is college basketball. This transfer portal has changed for a lot of teams. People can get players. Um, you know, they lost to a good Marquette team, but then they lose to Cincinnati, who they should lose to. Lose to Arizona, who people think they could get to the Final Four, so that's a good loss. Then you lose to Purdue, but then the Maryland one isn't good. So there's just some losses on here that they should lose to. Now, Rutgers is not a pushover anymore this year. They, you know, they've beaten the top. They've beaten ranked teams the past four weeks. 12 ranked, 13 ranked, 16 ranked, whatever it was. They've beaten teams, so that's not a team that should be overlooked at all. Um, so we talked about that, and I talked about things that a lot I need to improve on free throws. When we don't rebound, we don't win. We're not even in a position to win when we don't rebound. And we need to stop standing. And I I laugh because at the very beginning of the game, at some point in the beginning of the game, the announcers talked about talking to Brad Underwood, and I believe he said, you know, we're too stagnant. We're too standing around when Kofi's got the ball. We're watching him. And I laugh because I'm like, oh, that's what I said. So I might know a little something, just a little bit. Um, so with this game, First half, you you saw exactly that. Illinois was doing a lot of dribble handoffs, you know, different dribble handoff motion cuts, and then planning coming back off of a pick and roll. They were hitting shots in the first half that they were not hitting. Some of the threes were going down. You saw them do really good at drive kickouts, which they are good at when necessarily the layup isn't open. I want to see them hit more layups. But you saw that in the first half, and they were rebounding. It just looked like a better team in the first half with Illinois. And now Michigan State's good. Right now, after this loss to Illinois, they're 18 and 8, 9 and 6 in the conference, but they're number 19 in the nation. Illinois at halftime was up 34 to 22. You're feeling pretty good. So in that first half, you really saw if Kofi got the ball or any ball was in the middle at all, they were moving. They were trying to get to the ball. Kofi struggled a little bit, in my opinion, in the first half. Um, when he was getting double teamed, it is hard to turn around and make that diagonal pass that I talked about before. Um, but he ended up playing pretty well, played a lot of minutes. Uh, he ended with 27 points, nine rebounds, five offensive rebounds. So he was really working. And again, here's your proof. Illinois total rebounds was 38 to 36. And I know that's only two, but when they win in the rebounding category, they win. They usually are in a great spot to win the game. And I said they kind of need more bench production, but they also needed more of their starter production. Granderson finally uh, got it going. He ended up with 24 points. He was 6 of 10 from 3, 8 for 12 for the regular shots. Um, he played 31 minutes as well. Plumber's been struggling a little bit. He only ended up with 8. Williams is struggling on the offensive side with 2 points. Frazier came back. He had 2 big 3s later on. He was 4 for free throws was another reason, reason why Illinois is in a position to win this game. 73%, which is not that great, so it needs to be better, but it's better than what they were. So, uh, Frazier had 12 points. They didn't get a lot of production off the bench. Cabrillo only had three. Melendez had none. Hawkins had two. Payne had one. So, their, their starters really had to step up. 
when Illinois is good is when they're getting production from Kofi and Frazier and, and um, Granderson and stuff, but they also get good production off the bench. So overall, this game was good. The one thing where we have to be a little still worrisome is, and we did this against Northwestern, we've did this to a couple other teams, is when we get the lead, we tend to give it back. So... We score 34 in the first. And then we score 45 in the second, which is pretty good. But we get outscored. Michigan State scores 52. So we only allow 22 in the first half. But then we give up 52 in the second. Now, again, Michigan State's good. This is not a pushover. Um, Walker off the bench with 26 points. You know, that's pretty good. Um, Hogard, I think I said his name wrong, had 15. Hauser had 11. Brown had five, and uh, Bingham had three, so they just had a good production off their bench. They started to hit some threes. They were they ended up hitting some threes in the second half that we were giving up. So that that's the worrisome part with Illinois. And I apologize, people are listening to this. A little bit of a nasal head cold thing going on here. Uh, the weather in Illinois went from 51 one day, and then the next day went down to 2, and we had snow, and we didn't have school. So it's messing with me a little bit. So I apologize, people listening are like, what's the sniffle and what's this? No, it's just like a head cold, weather's changing. So I apologize. I'm powering through to my two fans out there for podcasting. Um, so what worries me is the second half. We... I don't want to. I don't know how we rebounded the second half. The first half we were getting the rebound. Second half it seemed like Michigan State was getting them. Then we started to turn the ball over, and this is what happened when we were up against Northwestern. We tend to give it back. We don't rebound as well. We turn the ball over, and then we go back to what we were doing with Rutgers, and we were tr- just chucking up shots. And when we start to chuck up shots. And we don't move around, and we don't do this, we don't do that. We aren't in a position to lose. By the way, guys, this is going to be my worst podcast episode ever. Is there anything better than ginger ale? I'm just throwing that out there. But anyway, so here's where I stand with this. Illinois is back if they play this way because Michigan State does pretty is a pretty good team. When you look at Illinois' remaining record, they're going to have to play this way down the stretch. It's their defense that I find worrisome. Corbello's going to find his legs under him. He's getting back in shape. But again, we look at the rest of the rest of the way here. We've got uh, Ohio State on the 24th. Then we got Michigan three days after that. And then you get Penn State and Iowa. And Iowa beat Ohio State at the time of this recording. So we're getting Ohio State in a vulnerable position, which is good. But what does that say about I? What does that say about Ohio State? Can we win that game? What does that say about Iowa later on down the road? Are we going to catch them? So, I'm glad to see Kofi came back and played in the second half. He got a lot better. Uh, his his offense was getting there. It was back. They just seemed like they played with more energy and intensity. Even though Michigan State came down and was hitting shots, we still played with intensity. We still didn't give up, even though we only won the 79 to 74. 
the reason why we did that was because we got cute. We stopped moving the ball. We were making dumb passes. Um, we were throwing away in that first half. You were seeing helpline defense. What I mean by helpline is in basketball, when you're playing man defense, you're one pass away, which means you're splitting the difference. If the ball is over to your left, of the, if your opponent has the ball on the left side and your guy's on the right, you're splitting the difference. You're almost standing, not even with them, but just a step back. You know, the old school thing of Pistol Pete. I should be able to point at them while looking straight down. And we got a couple steals that way because when you're one pass, when you see the ball, you can poke your hand out. Um, Williams had a couple steals like that. Um, Kofi was playing good post defense. Frazier was doing his thing. And then we were just finally hitting shots. And Illinois is a good team when they're hitting shots and then they drive to the lane for layups or they drive and collapse and kick out. When Sometimes you got. I'm just afraid of living and dying by the three-pointer. It's not something I want to see over and over with Illinois. But you also can't throw it to Kofi and stand there and everything else. And again, they said that. They said Illinois does get stagnant. They stand and wait for the pass for this three. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good to see Illinois bounce back from that because if Illinois came out and lost this game, um, we would have been – you could hit that panic button. But it was nice to see the offense come back to get 79 points on the board. That's something that we needed. But it was also nice to see them just beat Michigan State at Michigan State, which is not an easy place to play. Big Ten officials were questionable, and they've been questionable all year, but that's nothing that's going to change. Um, again, Illinois just got to keep riding the momentum because a lot of things, good things can happen when you play with energy and you play with heart, and that's what they did with Michigan State. And when that happens, good things can happen. With Rutgers, we just had no intensity, no fire. And I think Brad Underwood put that into them and said, listen, Rutgers is a good team. They've been good teams, but we're a good team. Everybody in the nation thinks we can make the Final Four, but it doesn't matter what they think. It's a matter of what we do here. And he, I guarantee he can say he can handle losing if they play as hard as they can and another team just hits shots. Guaranteed. Because how that's how all of us coaches are. But at the end of the day, he said he doesn't like to get out tough. Toughness is a big thing. And just heart. When you don't have that, he's going to be furious. And it's not going to be fun to be in that room. So good thing to see Illinois come back and get this win at Michigan State versus Michigan State. It was good to see Kofi. It was good to see um, Grandison finally get his shot going. Because that was one of the things talked about was should he continue to start um, – because he's not giving you much. Do we put in Melendez because he was giving a little more, um, you know, so it's a little bit questionable. Is Corbello going to be starting? Were they going to change the lineup? But Corbello's not in shape yet. He's been out a lot. Payne's not giving you a whole lot offensively. Um, He only had two rebounds, so he's going to have to try to step up if they want to continue. Hawkins is going to have to step in and hit some shots. You know, he played 14 minutes. I think Melendez... Uh, could come in and hit some shots. But if Granderson's hitting shots and Kofi, they're pretty good. Frazier's defense, pretty good. Plummer struggling a little bit. I'd like to see him try to crank it back on. He did in that first half, hit a couple shots, and they kind of clamped down. The only thing I'd say we'd be worried about is Illinois kind of takes their foot off the gas when they're up, and they allow the other team to get some confidence. And what do we always say on here? Confidence is over half the battle. Team gets confident, especially at home. Things are going to happen. So congratulations to Illinois. Good thing we did not hit that panic button. We still have a meat grinder at the end of a schedule. Illinois put themselves back in the conversation. Um, as of right now, they are tied with Purdue at first, but Purdue has 
the two wins over Illinois. So if it were to end up in a tie, I believe they would get the uh, regular season Big Ten title. They're Illinois nineteen and seven overall. Purdue is twenty three and four. They're both twelve and four in the conference. Wisconsin right on their heels. They're a game or a point five games back. Their overall record's twenty and five. They're eleven and four in the conference. And then Rutgers is in the conversation. They're sixteen and nine, ten and five in the conference, game and a half back. So it's now the realm that Rutgers can you know, get up there. I believe they have to play Purdue tomorrow. Uh, Ohio State just had the big loss. They're two games back. I think they might be out of it. This pushed Michigan State two and a half games back. So Michigan's back three games. So, I mean, this Big Ten is crazy. Them and the SEC have been really good in basketball. So it's going to come down between all that. But good thing for Illinois getting the win. We don't have to hit the panic button yet. Um, so so good things there. Saw so a lot of, uh, you know, good offensive stuff, good defensive stuff. We just we don't keep our foot on the gas. We just kind of get goofy. We turn the ball over a lot. It, it seems like we turn the ball over a lot. Um, you know, total turnovers eight, but I believe all eight of those probably came in the second half. Uh, Michigan State turned the ball over 11 times. The largest lead we had was 16. So we're up 16, and then we allow Michigan State to crawl back. Um, you know, we had 14 offensive rebounds and 24 defensive rebounds, which is good. They only had they had 12 offensive rebounds and 24 defensive rebounds, so we out-rebound them by two, and that just puts us in a spot to win, like I said. Um, so a lot of those eight turnovers, I guarantee, came in the second half. So, But um, congratulations to Illinois. We're finally back to win column meet right over schedule. Um, that will wrap up. I told you it wouldn't be very long. Um, check out the weekly episodes. Uh, go check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, if you listen to this today, I think tomorrow, here soon, we're going to have Coach West and Brad Miller come back. So hopefully we get that going. be nice to get them back on here. Um, be on the lookout for another Geek Corner. Uh, I have a Logan may have come back. We talked Dr. Strange. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Been an Illini post-game show. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, leave a comment in the comment session down below. The Twitter is at Coach underscore Steve72. Uh, listen to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend. Again, check out all the other episodes. Check out all the affiliates. This has been Coach Steve. This is an episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching. And we are out of here. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. 
Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.